everyone. Um, my name's Sammy, and I just spent $500 in my <laughs> Metro. <laughs> oh, the pre-Euro anxiety buying has truly kicked in. Oh, my gosh. Here we are. We also, Here we are. We, we both have a very, very full shopping bag. We do. Um, this episode, we speak to Enrico, Aaron's husband, about being a daddy for almost five years, about four and a half years. So we kind of just chat through his experience of becoming a young father when no one else in his life is a parent, really. Yeah, still to this day, well, mostly, except for his brothers, which is nice. Um, but yeah, so we have a chat with him. We're obviously doing this. You're hearing from past us. Yes. few weeks past. Um, but we thought we'd do our high and low quickly before we kick off. So I'll go first because I know that you don't know what yours is. We haven't pre-discussed these, so... My low this week is coming home last night after being at a work event and Mello was just screaming the house down, absolutely screaming at 10pm. I thought I'd get home Ooh. and she'd be in bed. Enrico tried Unlucky. his hardest. Yeah, but she just wasn't having it. She was like, no ma'am, I'm not going to sleep if you're not here. When I got there and I picked her up, she didn't realise it was me, so she started kicking and thrashing around. She didn't realise it was I you. And I said, excuse me ma'am, it's mummy. And then she calmed down and she had a little booby suckle for about 45 minutes. So. 45 minutes? Love that for me. Erin, that's longer than what a newborn feeds for. Um, yeah, look, what can I say? Holy it's time sh- to wean, but I'm going on a fucking 24-hour flight in a few days, so <laughs> help me. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's my low. My high was probably today, just... Ticking things off the list, semi-stressful, but also funny because we just get the giggles all the time. I don't know. That was fun. It was fun. But yeah, we, we went and ticked a bunch of things off the list. Um, and yeah, I feel accomplished. I only have a couple of things I need to get and need is a strong word because I probably don't need to get them. Could probably get them while I'm there. But that's it for me. What's your high and your low? My high is that when I just picked you up before you presented me with a very cute bag that you got mm. me and uh, some cute thick headbands that I'm going to be taking really my travels. I vibey for you. And I also yeah, like really that excited. they're kind of thinner at the back. I know. That's quite clever, actually. It is. Um, I think this will be really vibey for you. Thank you so much. And also, while whilst we've been shopping up an absolute storm, my reusable little earplugs have been delivered so I'm really excited Mm. to go home and pop them in my ear holes and see how they're going because I bought them specifically for the plane and just travel in general and mild panic that they were not going to be delivered in time because you you do not have any more time you leave Monday Mm. yeah I leave if you can even call it Monday morning it's going to be like 2am yeah pretty much Honestly, that's going to be my low. My low is going to be, it hasn't happened, but I'm preempting that it'll be just a little bit of a low. Actually, that's kind of like a bit of a whingy privilege thing to say. I think, I'm going to get up like 2am for my flight to Europe. <laughs> Shut up. What a bronk. I'm right, not, well, think I'm not, it. that's not my low. You did a night shift. Oh, yeah, that can be my low. Yeah, that wasn't fun uh, by any means. I mean, it was kind of fun. It was like a little bit of novelty to it because um, it's it was my first night shift. Um, and, but, yeah, it was a bit of a low. It was like 12 hours trying to kind of stay awake. I didn't sleep during the day before it, so I was a bit rocked by the end of it. Felt drunk, actually, um, and I'm not someone that stays awake at night ever. So, 
yeah, it was an experience, that's for sure. But I should get, I, I need to get used to doing them. I've been really lucky and not had to do many in my nursing career thus far, but I should probably just come to terms with the fact that I'm going to have to do them every now and again. Every now and again. Every now and again. So, yes. All right. Well, we are going to continue to drink our Coke No Sugars that we just got at the Metro. Babe, no one's calling them Coke No Sugars. It's a Coke Bloody Zero. I know that's what it says on the can, but... It doesn't, actually. That's why I was a bit shook by that. Anyway. Oh, oh. Coke Zero Sugar. No, that's too long. Um, Coke Zero. Anyway. Yeah. um, We're going to get back to that, and we're going to leave you to listen to our gorgeous little hubby tell us all about becoming a daddy yeah trigger warning he discusses his experience on lsd and how it was an enlightening moment for him who knew? not that people need a trigger warning for that well you might well okay. they might okay love you willie bye Welcome back to Girl Things the podcast this week we this is our final episode before we're all taking a break, traveling. We will already be traveling around Europe at this point. So catch us on Instagram, posting us. photos of us in. You'll be seen like Greece or something. Yeah. Where will um, you guys be? London. In London, yeah. I'll just be a few days into the trip. That is exciting for all of us. I'm very excited. But this week we have my husband, also Naomi's husband, Enrico, on the potty. Hello, everybody. We are going to comedian extraordinaire. (laughs) No, Jack of all trades. Uh, We're going to ask him some questions and just chat to him about becoming a dad at the ripe old age of twenty-four. He was. You were twenty-four when Erin gave birth. I just turned twenty-five, like two months before Mars was born. I turned twenty-five in November. November in the November. Did you? Yeah. No, you didn't. I was twenty-four. I was twenty-four when I gave birth. Oh, yeah, so you would have turned... You were 23 when I gave birth. <gasps> no, no, you no. were 24 was... too. You just turned 24. I just... Did I? Yeah, because he was born in 2019. Jeez. Yeah, you just turned 24. <laughs> oh, I my turned... God. I remember having my 25th, like, when he was six months old. It's so wild to me because I work with people who are, like, 23, 24. How am I still And <laughs> I'm just like, well, Rick, had a... Rick and Aaron had a kid at that age. And I just look at them and think, you guys are so young. We were. And also, I hope I'm not wrong. I'll do the math after. <laughs> yeah. I'm so adamant and he's probably right. But anyway, um, so yeah, we're going to chat about how you found that, how you adapted, if you did, and mm-hmm. just all about being a daddy. Whoop, whoop. So first question, did you grow up knowing that you wanted to have kids? And also, how many did you think you'd want to have? Yeah, I think my maternal instinct, sorry, <laughs> no, um, yeah, I think, I don't know, just coming from a big family, I think it was always a thing where, you know, me and my cousins and my brothers, we always like, imagine when we have kids, so like, it was always a thing like where we were gonna, we we're all gonna, I was gonna have a kid eventually at some point, um, but yeah. Did you, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> did you know how many kids you wanted to have? No, nah, I didn't think that far. No, I didn't think about how many kids I wanted, really. You just wanted to spread your seed in some yes, as capacity. Yes, as my nuts do. Yes, they do that beautifully. Can confirm. Can also confirm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Naomi was pregnant with my child once. <laughs> um, how did you feel seeing that positive pregnancy test when you two little 
two little young punks were living it up in Melbourne? Um, okay, if I'm being honest, I would say... When, yeah, this is honesty This hour. is like, yeah, like... Because I feel like in the past you've been like, oh, I was super chill, but no, how did you actually feel? There's actually a video. I, I still remember the night when Aaron's like, oh my God, it's positive. And I remember... Oh, I feel sick at the thought of that. I remember being like... I don't know. I kind of felt like I had to act a bit. Like I was excited <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was like, what? And I was like, I actually was like, I feel like I was kind of faking it. I was like, yeah, I was, I was like dancing. I was like, oh my God. But like in my head, I was like, holy shit. Like, do I want to have this? Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I feel like, you know, that I'm a really anxious person. And my reaction was like, lots of tears, lots of anxiety. And you're like, go to when I'm like, that is to be really chill. And like, look at the bright side, glass half full type vibe. So I feel like you were probably feeding off me having a mental breakdown. Yeah, I think so. But in reality, in my head, I was like, I'm just going to go to the toilet and catch a plane back to Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to divorce you even though we just got married and I am moving out of the apartment. Oh, that was the... Honestly, I'll be honest, it was like so... Like it threw me off. And what's worse is we were going out that night to meet up with like Matt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... And I was like, I swore him to secrecy. I was like, you cannot tell. You cannot tell. And that, did you tell? Yeah, now we're five I didn't tell, years old. I didn't tell them, I didn't tell them, like, at that night. I told when we got, I told him when we got back, but, like, the... Back to Sydney? Yeah, the yeah. part I hated was, like, we had to go to this club in Melbourne <laughs> and, like, pretend, like, everything was sweet and, like, I had to be, like, people were dancing around us and I was just, like, oh, my God, get Get me, away from my get- pregnant wife! <laughs> we were just like kind of standing off to the side. I was feeling like a bit sick. Like I had been yeah. before I did the test, but I was feeling a bit sick and my belly was so bloated and I was just like, so we were oh. both just like, what, what are we doing here? Get yes. us out of this club. Like it, it was nice. Like it was good company, but it was just like, it's oh the last God. place you want to be when you find out someone's like your wife is unexpectedly pregnant. It's yeah. Just, you don't want to be there. And you're At like 20, 24, yeah. 23, 24. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> Crazy. Um, so you were 24 when Mars was born. Mm. And at that age, most people are kind of still figuring themselves out. It's mm-hmm. a very developmental time, I feel, for people in their early to mid-20s. How did you navigate learning about yourself and then also learning about this new little person that had come into your life? How'd you find the balance Ooh. of both of those things? Yeah, that was weird. I feel like it was like a weird, like, I don't know. I feel like when Miles was first born, you kind of just like, I was just doing what I thought you're meant to do, you know, with like, just like a big part of it is just like, I don't know. With Mars is like, it's pretty straightforward. It's It's a baby. Like you have to do, there's no like. It's nothing, it's not a deep thing where it's, you have to kind of just like do what you have to do when they poo, you change them, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But like, I think internally it was a weird experience because I was like, man, like I was not connected to like being a dad or like that whole identity. Cause like I barely knew what I was doing myself Yeah. before Mars was born. I guess it was like, I was like trying to, I was battling myself as well as like battling this whole thing of like, you're a dad now. And it's like, that threw me off big time. Like more of a societal expectation of how you should be. 
Yeah, I, I guess so, yeah, to a certain degree. Um, you know, I was lucky because I had my older brother who had a baby a year before. Mm. So I was kind of just, like, looking to him as to how he was doing things, like, a lot. Um, and so, yeah, but I think the biggest thing was, like, the biggest challenge of that whole thing was trying to, like, be, like, is this okay to do as... You know, even though I'm a dad, am I still allowed to go out with, like, friends or am I still allowed to, like, be out, like, do what I want to do in a Mm. way? And, like, there wasn't really... I didn't really have anyone telling me, like, yes, it's okay or no, it's not okay. Yeah, right. Interesting. Mm. Next question. Did Do you remember, like, what the catalyst was to, like, figuring that out or what moment you were like, okay, like, I... I know I have to do this or I know like, or are you still just existing in that? (laughs) No, no, I think, yeah. Okay. So surprising. It's not, it's not a common answer, but there was one time where like, how old was Mars? 2019. So he was like under, he wasn't even a year old yet, but I remember saying to Eric, like some of my friends were going, we're going to an art museum and we were, they were going to do LSD tabs. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll come. <laughs> and I remember like, I was like, I'll come. I'll do, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do a tab. This study will let loose and do a tab. Yeah. Again. Well, like, you know, I'm. I actually remember just now you're saying like, no one was saying yes and no one was saying no. I remember you being like at war with yourself. Like, should I go? Shouldn't I? I probably shouldn't. And I was like, just go. Like, yeah. well, I don't like, you're with like, you're in a safe space. Like, yeah. It's fine. And so, like, that was, like, I went and I did this, like, I did acid with my friends <laughs> and the trip was just, like, it pretty much brought out brought out everything that I was battling internally, um, internally and, like, not really, not really kind of coming to terms with or accepting in myself, you know, like, accepting the fact that, like, you're a dad now and this is your thing. This is your, this is your main quest in life now. Like you just have to, you have to accept it. You Mm. can't, you can't be, you can't be in two ways about it. Be be like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm a dad, but I'm also like, I can also still move like how I move now Mm. before having kids. Um, And so like, I remember like we were at this museum and like, I remember telling my friend like, and I was like, man, call Aaron right now. And like, I was crying, like I'm on this phone. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like I should be at home. Like, you know, and at the time. Aaron's just here chilling, like watching TV. Mars probably is like Literally, Aaron. Uh, Mars asleep. Mars didn't sleep at that age. <laughs> I think I saw the friend that called name pop up. It was Jonah and he called me and I was like, my panicking. I, my heart was like in my butthole I was like oh my god what's going on like why is Jonah calling me he brings mm. with him like and I was like hi like what's wrong like straight away and he's like hey yes how's it going how's home like this was Jonah and I was like it's great what's wrong why are you mm. calling and then yeah and then Rick got on the phone and was like yeah worked out that that whole day I was just like all I could think of was like I gotta get back home like this like what am I doing here? Like, this is just like a, I, I just shouldn't be here right now. And mm. it, it, it was cool because I was with people that I felt safe with. Like I was with my friends and they were like looking after me and stuff. But like, at the same time, I was just like, 
You don't really get it. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I, I guess, like, the next day, the day after, it, like, really, like, you still, even though that was a trip, like, it was a, you know, an acid trip or whatever, it's still, the feelings were still very real. Mm. Like, where I was, like, I felt that. I, I cried on that day just thinking, like, how much I loved Mars and Aaron. And, like, I didn't. I didn't feel that level of connection to Mars until, surprisingly, until that acid trip where I was like, like, you know, it sounds pretty cooked, but like it, it really like solidified everything, surprisingly. Um, when was that? How old was he? He was probably about a year. It was 20. No, was it, was it before you went to Adelaide? We no, were, it was we after were you were living here. here. We were living here. So it was 2020. We were living here. Mm. Yeah, so Mars would have been like start of twenty twenty. No, no, eighteen one, months, yeah. one and a bit. Yeah, but when you say you didn't feel that connection, that in quotation, like what do you mean by that? Like you didn't, well, you didn't feel like his parent. You didn't feel connected to him at all. You didn't. No, I, I love felt, him. <laughs> <laughs> I, you I didn't felt, care about him. <laughs> I felt like I felt connected to him. Obviously, he's my son, but like. A lot of it was like, I felt like I was trying to play the part of a dad more than... Like how other people thought you Yeah, how other people thought I should like be or like, you know, interacting, just interacting with Mars. Like how I thought like, you know, a young dad or like you would expect a young dad to interact with him. Like, you know, you want them, you know, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to make Mars like trying to dress him cool and be like, yeah, because I'm a young dad, you know, yeah. like, but like, right. You're like playing, you you were, you felt like you were like playing a part more than just like embracing like who you are. As yeah. A dad. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And I like, can kind of, I can kind of looking back now, see that that's sort of what you were doing. Yeah. And like, mm. you know, I'm still, I'm at that time. I'm still so like focused on like, you know, what am I, what do my friends think? You know, my friends are like, like I want my friends to like, still you know invite you to things invite me to things mm. and i still you know and you're so young like, um, you're so you're young, 25 like, years old yeah and so i think i think after doing that experiencing that and being like you know aaron and aaron and mars are like the thing like at the end of the day i can't you come home to aaron and mars mm. you don't come home to your friends you like this is your home so like focus on that and make sure that that foundation is strong. Mm. Stop focusing on like what your friends are doing or like, you know, how you should be with your kids or like what people are thinking of you as a young parent and just focus on building like my foundation as a as a dad or just as a person with these mm. guys. When you say building your foundation as a person, did you find navigating that hard whilst being a parent? Like obviously you were still figuring out who you were, like, at your mm. court. On, like, aside from being a parent, did mm. you find that hard or do you feel like that was, like, that all kind of, like, came to at the same time? I think in, like, the year that was to come, like, a lot of things post acid trip. Post acid trip, yeah. <laughs> God, it sounds. I just so, want to clarify that we're not like some crazy group of <laughs> drug using people every weekend. This is mean, like no every- one thinks that about you and I. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't need to clarify. I don't want to be associated with this. We, you're drinking a tea, and I had one glass. I've had one glass of wine in the last twelve months. Yeah. Um. What was the question? Uh, oh yeah. Sorry. No. I think po- you so, you were saying post post acid trip. In the year to come, a lot of things started falling into place. Mm. You know, like I I graduated uni, I landed a job, like mm. a full time job. Um, you know, and it was like, it's a, it's, I would say it was like my dream job. Like one of my dream jobs. I have lots of dream jobs. Um, Stand up comedian. If you know, you know. (laughs) But like, yeah, like it was one of my like goals to like, that I hit, like a lot of things were happening. So like it all sort of just naturally fell into place, which I'm really fortunate. And so I didn't have to question like what am I doing with my life Mm. whereas like prior to prior to uh the taking that acid tab like it was like shit like what am I doing with my life Mm. I have this kid but I don't feel you know I know I have to look after him like and that's a thing but like I'm not I don't know and I think for any dad sorry I think for any dad like you don't instantly feel connected to your child. Yeah, I think I that's a really healthy thing to kind of normalize for yeah. people. It's yeah, I seeing Erin go through being pregnant and things like that. It's like she would feel so connected instantly to mm. Mars or to Mello, and same goes for any p- pregnant person. Mm. Like I just think for the dad, it would be such a trip because it's like this little human is just like pushed into the world, and you're all of a sudden like, well, you're a dad now. Exactly. Yeah, wild. And I think for me, I had nine months where, oh, sorry. I think for me, I was pregnant for nine months. I gave birth. And so a lot of that time, you're not thinking about the baby. You're thinking about me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the one that's not well. I'm the one that needs your support during like the process of birth. It's like, I physically need mm. you to help me. Mm. And then at the end of that, it's like, here it is. Like, yeah. Here we go. But then, like, what's crazy about that, though? Like, just think about it. Like, when when you were pregnant for nine months, me, you, Tony, mm. like, we're all building this image of who we think Mars is going to be. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Where we're being, like, we're talking about Especially this baby. We're like, Mars. oh, you know, like, and you just build this image of, like, what your kid is. And then they come out and it's just, like, you're in the fucking pits of, like, nappy changing not sleeping and like Mm. it's just not the experience that at least i expected you know i expect Mm. you don't think about that stuff when they're yeah i think you just naturally romanticize you think about them as like a two-year-old like with a personality like oh i wonder or what they look like they'll have your eyes like it's very it's very like whimsical exactly like and they come out as this like blobby alien and it's little old man gremlin that just cries and like you're just like okay um exactly not quite what i was after Yeah. yeah and like the 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 kid Mars is now, you know, he's four now, is the kid that I feel like I was imagining yeah. to come straight out of Aaron, like, yeah. you know, when he was born. <laughs> like, I expected, you know, that personality and, I like, that's that was my expectation. Have we covered this? Yeah, literally. Like, like, you know, that was, my, that was my expectation, which is so unrealistic, but, like, no one told me. Yeah. No one told, tells you when you become a parent, like, it's like no one, no parent, that person that's already a parent is like, 
they're only going to say, oh, it's beautiful. Like that's yeah, so they're good. Yeah, they're not no, going to say, oh, not wait until give you the you're hug. about three and a half, four years old and then you'll really feel connected to them yeah. and like you're making because, an impact in their life. Yeah, I think because especially I, for, a dad. for a dad. But like yeah. I understand like, you know, if one of my friends had told me they were having a kid, I'm not going to ruin their experience and be like, it's hell. Like it's hard. Yeah. It's shit. Like I want but them to. But also it could be different for a different mm, exactly, parent or again. a different dad, you know. That's the other thing is like. I used to say, like, when Mars was born, I used to always be like, why didn't anyone tell us that it was so mm. hard? And I mm. and I felt connected to Mars, like... Before I came out. Oh, yeah, but, like, particularly, like, when I saw him, it was, like, crazy. Like, out of this world, can't even explain it. But it's still hard. Like, it's, yeah. it's the pits. Like, some days, it's like every minute is different. You're, you're feeling such a roller coaster of emotion. You're also navigating that within each other. Like, Enrico is dealing with me, hormonal, like, really going through mm. it. I'm also... You know, he wants to feel seen and heard in our environment as well. But it's just so crazy. But then you don't you don't want to, you know, I said that when Ma was like, why didn't anyone tell us? It's like, well, I wouldn't say anything to anyone else. I would be honest about like, you know, the things that are a bit harder, a bit more painful, but I'm not going to like taint their experience by being like, you're not going to sleep. It's hell. Like you might have a dream baby. I don't know that. So you don't, yeah. you don't want to like throw all of this concern onto them, like apart I think a part of the gift of becoming a parent is having to figure it out and yeah. you don't want to take that away from someone. Yeah. So you well, can be honest and acknowledging be that everyone's experience is just actually going to be different. Yeah, and people are just different. People yeah. find different things harder, even just with birth. Like some people mm. find different – like you can't preempt what someone will find the most challenging. I talk to other mums that I know now and I'm like, oh, how about like whose kids are similar ages to Mars? And I'm like, oh my God, how about this thing when they're a baby? They're like, oh, I loved that. It was this thing that bothered me. Mm. I was like, oh, I loved that. Like Mm. you just never know where you're going to be different. And I feel like maybe as a mum, I definitely don't think it's easier, but I think maybe it's more intuitive. Mm. And so you have your intuition backing you up all the time. Whereas Mm as a dad you haven't built that like familiarity with the baby yeah we well, haven't the carried them months. inside you learned yeah. their little movements yeah and things. so you're yeah, not you're not like that more yeah again. you're not jumping into parenting with like this really strong intuition and for the most part mm. and i i like i think that would be really hard to mm. navigate and it's also hard to be not recognized for that because i mean looking back it's like it was very much centered around me and Mars because mm. Mm. I was going through physically going through it and in my mm. little brainy. Do you think your experience could have potentially been different had the pregnancy been more planned? Like, do you think mentally you would have maybe done, I don't know, a bit more preparation or something had you known that Erin was going to have a baby and you'd planned the pregnancy? Man, I don't think anything can really like prepare you prepare any anybody for a kid like you can do all the like you know parenting training that you want to do like all the prep you know for nine months we think about all the stuff we Aaron and I done like we got all like all all toys and like nappies and like you know we were like we're gonna become this parent Mm. we did the class yeah we did classes but then like the second that baby comes it's like it's a it's like okay, like you try and implement certain things and it's just like, no. Yeah, it's 3 a.m. Yeah, it's 3 a.m. Or it's like you can be like, oh, I just want my baby to wear, you know, reusable nappies. Mm. 
the baby comes and the baby just cries because they don't they don't like it. It's uncomfortable. Mm. So and you're just like, shit. What do we do now? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the environment. You're using huggies. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I think for me as well, it's like I only had, I only had really two people that I could kind of look at, which like I'm glad it was these two people. It was like my older brother who had a baby a year before, and my dad. Mm. And like, I think with my dad. It's like, I'm trying to, I'm like, all right, what was my dad like? It's like, fuck, I was the baby. Like, how am I supposed to know? Like, <laughs> shit. Daddy. <laughs> um, but like. So how did you swaddle me, dad? Yeah. Do you just showing me? And it's like. Actually, do you mind just swaddling me right now? <laughs> I'm in need of a cuddle. <laughs> so like, with, but then like, you know, I have my brother, but then also I feel like me and my brother did bond over that in that like first year of Mars being born, like. We talk about like our experiences, like you know, just laugh about stuff. But then, at the same time, it's such a different experience. You know, yeah. my brother's five years older than me. He's well established in his job. Like, yeah, you know, for me, I'm literally just getting into the industry that I want to be in. Blah blah mm. blah. So it's such a different experience. Um, yeah, he maybe had like a more stronger like foundation of like who he was. Yeah, and, like a sense exactly. of self than you were like exactly geared with when Mars was born. So yeah, exactly. maybe I don't want to speak for him, but I can't, I can't, I can't apply things that other people are doing because it might not work for me. Mm. Yeah. Um, considering that at least within your friendship circle, mm. no one else is a parent, mm. how have you kind of found that experience? Has that been, have you enjoyed that or has it been tricky or both? Yeah. At the start it was, it was tricky because I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't connect, like relate to them. They couldn't, I couldn't relate to them. On, I was a dad. They weren't. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, it gets to a point where you, like, I'd realise, like, you have to stop caring. You have to stop caring about everything outside of your world. Mm. Um, and that's just, like, for a thing of, like, it's not a parent, it's not a, it's not a, um, what's it called, just being a parent. Like, it's it's a whole thing of just being a human, like, and someone that's trying to live. Yeah, You have to stop caring about what other people are doing. And work on yourself in your own kind of foundation as a person. Yeah. Good point. Did having Mars specifically change your perception of me or our relationship? Maybe perception of me and then our relationship. Go on, tell me. Yes. Yeah. No, of course. Like, I think you're a completely different person, like, to... That now that you were before Mars, like, mm. like you're a mum, and like I've seen you, kind of, naturally just take on being a mum. Like the second, I think, obviously the first hand thing was seeing like when Mars was first born and like seeing you go through labour. Like I was like, whoa, like, that's crazy. I can't believe this person that I've known for like you know, however long we were together. Yeah, almost ten years. Like. I've known, I've seen you just do something like that. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, it's wild. And then I see you, like, you know, eventually start just naturally just taking on the role of a mum, you know, and I'm like, well. 
I remember arriving at the hospital like a few hours after Mars was born and like Tony and I walked in and you grabbed Tony and you're like, bro, I need to talk to you. Yeah. And you took him into the bathroom. What did you say? What were you saying? Oh, that's secret men's business. No, no, share. share it. I didn't know that. You're almost, was, it's, no. That's almost five years ago. I was about I, 10 minutes postpartum not kidding. So yeah. please tell us. I just hugged him. Oh. I, I, I literally, I just went in there and I just, I just hugged him. Oh, that's, that's really so cute. cute. You guys went into the bathroom and just cuddled. Yeah, because like, <laughs> like crying. I, I just, I just hugged him and I was just like, man, that was like, that was once in a lifetime, twice in a lifetime, however many kids you want to have. Yeah. Time. But your but first, first kid is different. But the first, like, Honestly, the first kid is something it's else. It's different. It was, yeah, it's it different. was really, it was really like, I was so taken back. Like I remember... The whole day, Aaron, when Aaron was like in labor, I didn't cry once. Like I kept it together. Did you feel like crying at all? On the throughout the day, I was like, no. Mm. But then, like I don't know, for me, like when things like that ha- are happening, I'm really good at keeping it together and like not getting into that space and just folding. Did you find it hard to stay focused when I was like in a lot of pain? Or were you just kind of no. like, let's get her? No, I was, I was pretty, I was, well, I was focused. Like I yeah. felt focused and I was like locked in, but then. I needed that. And then the second, like Mars was born, like that's surprisingly, like even then at that point when I saw when Mars came out and like me and him locked eyes through Aaron's, Aaron's like legs. Butthole. Aaron's, through Aaron's butthole, <laughs> through the apex of Aaron's clitoris. Um, no, but, um, and I remember locking eyes with him and like Aaron's mom, my mom and Aaron's sister, Beth were like, oh my God. And I was just like genuinely in shock. And my mom's like, Rick, look, your baby's here. And if you watch the video back, I'm just standing at this bench, just like, yeah, like what is going on? Just like, what is, what is happening? Like, and then I remember like, you know, everyone leaving the room and I sat there and I just looked at Aaron and I just started crying. Yeah. Like that was, it was, oh, Aww. what a time. <laughs> it was a really like special moment. You were like really like overwhelmed with like emotion. You yeah. were just like, and it's like, it was a long day. Yeah. And you were just like, wow. I find it so cute that like Tony arrived like 15 minutes later and you just felt the need to like take him into a small room and have a little cud cud. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty Also, intense. fun fact about Tony when you guys came to the hospital after Mars was born, we still had the like speaker set up in the room that we'd been listening to music while I was having Mars. And in the speaker, I could hear like grunting. And I was like, what? What's going on? What the fuck's that noise? And then someone like, oh, it's the speaker. And then Rick just goes, yeah, Tony's watching the video. <laughs> this is like five minutes after. Like you've literally got, I don't even think he'd like, said hi to Mars. Like he literally had walked in and been like, did you record it? Hand it over. I want to watch it. <laughs> and it is just, just my butthole. And I was like, cool. Okay. You can watch it. I was like, maybe turn the secret off though. I don't really want to hear that. It's a bit fresh. It's a bit, it's a bit soon. Too soon. Oh my gosh. That is Yeah. Funny. I'm pretty sure uh, like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even go down that end purely just because I just didn't want to see. Tony's like, let me see the baby Steve, coming Steve out. Steve saw the baby I'll come out before it. I did. So... <laughs> Like, I mean, it was like, I really needed you like up near my face though. Not for, yeah. I, not cause I didn't want you to see it. I just, I needed you there mm. for support. Mm. Like I really needed like some tactile, mm. um, support. I was going through it. 
Um, and what about our relationship? Do you feel like it really changed our relationship or do you think we just stayed the same? No, it changed our relationship big time. I think when, when I, I, it wasn't even in that first year, I'd say, I think, oh yeah, no, sorry. I lied that it in that first year, like our relationship really changed because mm. I remember getting this feeling in like the first couple months, I used to get this feeling and I don't think I've ever told you, but I used to get this feeling where like, it just like, I don't know, like it was almost like anxiety because I was like, it's no longer like, she's not thinking about me and I'm not Mm. thinking about her anymore. Like we're thinking about this kid, but like me and Aaron aren't talking. Yeah. You know, we're not connecting. Like we're connecting through this kid Mm. and like, it's like a shared little project. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like the a collaboration. Project. It's a collab. It's yeah. a collab. Aaron X Enrico, <laughs> 2019. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it was hard. And I, I think, you know, over time we were kind of like, we need to like have date nights or we need yeah, to. Yeah, something's got to give. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it like trying to just parent for a long time, like mm. for months and, you know, which it in reality it is like you're in the headspace of being a parent, like longer than 24/7. you are being an individual. Yeah. Um, I also think it's like you, you spent, we're, we're so young, like we're 24 years old. Mm. I don't know who I am properly yet. You don't know who you are. We've just gotten married. We now have a baby. Mm. We're trying to navigate like that experience in ourselves plus take care of a baby. Plus I'm like, you're not on my radar right now. Like other than like cooking and getting shit done, like, and then you feel you're like, well, shit, I'm not on her radar. Like she's going to like, what's going to happen. And I think like, it wasn't until, I think that would be a pretty like common experience as well, Mm. but it wasn't until like, you kind of said like, um, I'm going to need a little something Mm. like, it's not, it's not about like sex or it's nothing like that. I just need a little bit about that. Um, but it's just like, that. it's just, and gave him a just, <laughs> I was so horny. But it's just like, <laughs> just, just like you need like some like emotional yeah. connection. You need to feel like seen and heard, which is important. But I think from, from my perspective, it's also like, sorry, buddy, I'm already pouring from an empty cup. I got mm. absolutely I remember that's, give. but yeah, like you hit the nail on the head. Like it was like. When Mars was born, I almost instantly felt like I was no longer on your radar. Mm. Like, it was like, I could feel that the energy and the shift of everyone's attention just went to Mars. Yeah. Including myself, but, you know, also, more importantly, like, when it comes to our relationship, I was no longer on Aaron's radar. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you you love a bit of an, a bit of attention. Love it. Yeah, you love it. How how did you guys bring that back around though? Because you're still here. <laughs> still together. We are still together. Are we? But we're tethered. No. <laughs> no we're... I lost my wedding ring like for six months one time. Just so you guys know. <laughs> um yeah, we found it under the kids' bed. Anyway, I think Oh, I don't know. You can answer first, actually. I've already forgotten. How, how have you brought the connection back around? Like, obviously, I think that's a normal experience for, one, super young parents to feel disconnected. Your attention goes towards raising a whole other human mm. being. Their relationship kind of goes to the side for a bit. How have you kind of brought it back around so that that's something that's 
well, this, more of a priority. It, it goes back to like, surprisingly, like it goes back to that acid trip. Interesting. Wow. It, no, Everything. It, but it does. It was, it was, on, it was no, because <laughs> for me, because it doesn't, it's not a thing of like, it wasn't a thing of like for any relationship where like, Aaron and I had to do the work and like we had to be active in what we did. That's a big part of it. But a big part is like the change in yourself. You know yeah. What I mean? Like I had to, I had to really be like focusing on myself, but like also in the sense of like, I had to focus on my foundation as like, and prioritize like Aaron yeah. and mm. home. If, cause my headspace was always like somewhere else. That yeah. Wasn't at home. That's really true. So it's not, that was the big part. And the second I started like working on myself and, you know. Like shifting priorities. Shifting my priorities. Then it got better because then mm. I wasn't so focused on like what's happening this weekend. Everybody. Yeah. It was more like, Ez, what do you want to do? Or like, yes. you know, do you want to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. My fi- final question. What is your favorite thing about being a dad? Now dad of two. It's been five years mm. of fatherhood. Almost. Almost in January. My favourite thing about being a dad is... I, I think my favourite thing about being a dad is being at home and just hanging out, I think, with Mars and Mello. Mm. Um, and just... I love laughing with them. I love being silly with them. Yeah. Like, You're good at that. And just... I don't know. Mars kind of Mars kind of feels like I'm the youngest of two, like three. Mm. And oh. like I, I, <laughs> what? I thought you were saying when you're with them, like you feel like the youngest <laughs> of three. It's like, Mars, like Mars. <laughs> no, but like <laughs> Mars is Mars is now hitting the age where I'm like, I know I'm your dad, and like I always, for the record, like I do discipline Mars. Like I, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, you're not like a free parent yeah but like i mean sometimes sometimes it's like sometimes he feels like my little brother (laughs) and it's fun i love it you guys do have like a very like cheeky bond vibe yeah like you kind of you love to like play together and like yeah just run amok yeah he's but and then like with mellow like it's i don't know i just love it i love it yeah like it is what i just love mellow i love them both of it's, course, they are your children. I, <laughs> I would hope, hope so. so. <laughs> yeah, but what's your like favorite? Your favorite, favorite thing is just like being at home with just them, just hanging out, with them. just just the, the mundane. In, just I think honestly, just being in their presence and mm. and what my favorite. I guess watching them when they know I'm not watching them. Like, oh my god, that's, yeah. all, that's I love, one of my favorite. I love watching them when they don't realize I'm watching them. Yeah. yeah. It is like the when they do the cutest things. Mm. Like the other night, Enrico was bathing the kids and like he he quickly stepped out here to grab something and he's like oh my god look in the bathroom and like we, i i poke my head in and mars is just sitting in the bath meditating like, <laughs> with his eyes closed and his hands up and he's just like sitting there dead silent <laughs> meditating like he didn't know he thought no one was in the room oh my god and i was like what are you doing he's like what did he say yeah, like he's like it's just cold so i'm just trying to meditate so i'm not cold anymore <laughs> yeah and then and then i was like are you just thinking of nothing and he's like no, yeah. I'm thinking of everything. <laughs> oh I was like, you wise, wise man. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was Aww, funny. Beautiful. Well, thank well, you thanks, so Rick. much for chatting with us. You're a great daddy. Um, and it's been, it's been a while. You don't hold my hand like that. It's been a wild ride, mm. but 
We've almost made it five years, which is fucking wild, and I could cry. I can't believe that. Mm. Yeah, here's to the rest of our lives. Cheers. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. All right. Bye, bye everyone. Cheers.